Oh, we hot. We're hot. Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy, and I'm back. Oh, my God, <laughs> yes. I'm so happy to be back on, uh, for pretty much nobody knows, because what we did is doubled up on episodes yes, before yes. your vacation to yep. make sure that nobody missed an episode. Correct. Um, Which, I don't know. I don't know if I'm in favor of doing anymore. It was a challenge, but that's we'll do it when we have to. Yeah, right? it, was, it, it was a challenge because I'm used to information coming in and immediately being able to report on it, right? Right, right. And now we had a week delay. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And then people would reach out and make comments about, you know, what, what was – you know what, what we talked posted? about on the uh -huh. podcast uh -huh. and i'd be like what the fuck was that <laughs> <laughs> that was like two weeks ago <laughs> yeah 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 you know so i had to dig but you were in hawaii i was in hawaii um and how was that it was awesome there yeah. um it's like vegas right now it's busy what the reports are saying okay right? yeah but so honolulu is like uh the las vegas strip on a non-evented Saturday. Okay. So what I mean by that is like no major whatever shows, no nothing. But okay. it's like a busy Saturday on the strip. Right. That's what it felt like. So call it overrun, call it not. I, I was fine with it, quite frankly. Well, I mean, you're the tourist. I'm the tourist, <laughs> but I also look like a damn local. Uh, and I true. felt like yeah. one in certain ways. Yeah. But before that, that um, island, we went to Maui, which is dead. Oh, uh, okay. On, on in the area that we went to. Yeah. But it's busy in other parts. So we chilled like crazy. And the highlight for me, car-related-wise, was I'm driving my family in a minivan. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, Godzilla comes roaring down my <laughs> left. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> shit. Okay, cool. They're allowed. Yeah, Hawaii's yeah. allowed. We're not yeah. in California. Then I noticed it's not who you would expect stereotypically oh, to own no, sure. and drive no, that car. Yeah. It's an old white guy. Yeah. And he knew I was taking pictures. He oh, yeah? Them. Yeah, He was, dude. like, flexing and burning. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was doing, like, flybys a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. And he let me catch up. And so I was taking as many f pictures as I could. I was going to say pictures. <laughs> uh, like a fob. But, yeah, so it was, it was that was, like, the only car highlight. There was some food truck spots that had some other cars yeah but by the time i got my food and got situated i was gonna take photos they had all left so, uh, okay um not too much well we didn't traverse too much so the car scene wasn't exposed to me that much but i know hawaii's got a pretty strong one yeah i mean if they have if they can have gtrs then right i'd imagine they have a pretty strong scene yes it was interesting it, it was very cool Yes. So rubbing it in your face. Yeah, man, that I'm driving a minivan. Yeah, and you sent me those pictures, and I saw that. I was like, man, this guy is, yeah, he, you wouldn't definitely wouldn't expect. Yeah, I know. Um, but he is of the age where, you know, where he was when he was young. Right. That car came out. Definitely. And he would have wanted it, so this might have been like a nostalgia purchase for him. Correct. And if I'll stereotype it, he may have been a military guy based in Japan. Oh, right. Okay. That's where a lot of the the guys get exposed to those cars, and they bring them over, like the one we met at my in laws' house. Yeah, you're right. He yeah. bought one while at stationed in Japan and brought it over. Damn, I know. That's that's the way to do it. Yeah, quite frankly, but not in California. Definitely not out here. Yeah. Ah oh, man, but let's get into our episode. So for today, of course, recovering your headlines, getting back on track with that, mm -hmm. and then we've got. 
Uh, M school that I went to, uh, I did upgrade the E36 some more and then also urban fest went to big willow this weekend. So we'll talk about that as well. But first let's kick off with some headlines. So Toyota Randy, Mm -hmm. um, they're quietly pushing Congress to, to slow the shift to electric vehicles. Oh really? Yeah. So apparently they have fallen behind. Because they spent too much money on the Mirai. Okay, and probably the Prius. Right? Uh, and probably the Prius, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they they are – it's weird mm. to not see Toyota on the cutting edge of something. Is it um, – yeah, I, I guess you could say that. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. or to be this far behind. Right, 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 Because right, right, right. you've got all the American car companies that right. are ahead of you. Yes, yeah. Um, so it's a little weird to see that. And yeah. now they're pushing like, hey, you know, slow down the move to electric vehicles. We've got ice, more ice cars to sell. Right. Or hydrogen cars. Yeah, which Which a, is another flop according to a lot of people. Well, it only sells in California. You know that, right? Yeah, and th- they're still saying that, you know, hydrogen will be a viable option for, like, public transport. Okay. Type of thing, okay. shipping stuff, right? You know, right but not right. the personal consumer, vehicle, not personal vehicles. Okay. Mm, so I don't know how many more years Toyota needs, but they're investing money in slowing down electric vehicles for better, for better or for worse. So they're paying lobbyists, is what you're saying? Basically, yeah, to, yeah. to push for that, to push for lo- these laws. I'm okay with that personally. I, really? Yeah, I just um, it's too, it's almost going too fast. It's like, you know, but from that perspective. Yeah. Right. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I can agree with you on that for sure. Okay. Cause like a year or two ago, you and I were, you know, you were pushing me back and forth on the EV thing. You were yeah. Yeah. Gas. And now we're at a point where it feels like it's actually imminent. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Around the corner. I- the doom of ice is happening now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? For sure. So that's why it's like. That was a bit too fast for me. Yeah. Even though I was, I am pro EV in a, to a certain extent. Yeah. It's a little yeah. Too they. Fast. The, yeah. No. I. I. I agree there. I think yeah. the part that I disagree with is that they're investing money in to push influencing governments to slow it down. To a slow it bit. down. You um, know, like you should. You should have kept up. Like that's what you should have done. Right. Right. Um. Or find another way to do it. Mm-hmm. I just I, the money in politics thing. That's a whole other thing. But it totally yeah, is. Yes. That that part I'm not cool with. But mm-hmm. anyway. Let's get into our next headla- headline. So a BMW radio ad uh, was banned after a listener complained of the sound of a car engine revving in the ad. Okay. This was in the UK. I think I heard about this. But so okay. apparently uh, BMW used revving sounds in their ad mm-hmm. and they're accusing them or this listener is accusing them of being irresponsible. <laughs> so I'm like, man, like this is the level that, you know, British people take it to in America. We're having like takeovers, you know, like right. obviously not in our ads, uh-huh. but uh-huh. I mean, really like a revving engine and BMW's argument was, that the revs were with the car static. Right. And that was sort of their defense. Yeah. But, I mean, how's that really going to hold, you know? So they uh, banned the radio ad. Be- because of an audio because of Because of an revving. audio of revving. 
So that is irresponsible. It 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 it's irresponsible driving. Yeah, it encourages irresponsible driving. Basically, how, how do you think or feel about a government doing that, John? Just that's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, one, this is a total Karen move. You know, like right, really, right. like just turn off the radio, bro. Like right. if it bothers you that much, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you feel like a car revving. Mm-hmm. on an ad is going to make you do bad things on the road. Yeah. You shouldn't be on the road to begin with. Right. You know, like right. that's, that, that's not okay. So, and definitely having the government involved in something like this. Nah, I'm, I'm good. And I don't know if you remember, or if I even used it as a headline, uh, somebody in Australia had done that also. Okay. But it was because the car was showing off what it could do. Like, let's say it was a rally commercial or something like that, but yeah. it, it was a Subaru commercial or one of those companies that has a, a um sporty like vibe and sporty brand right image and they were hooning they were hooning yeah. a little bit because they're a rally car right let's say and that got banned because of the hooning really? in australia and as a result um yeah th- that commercial was taken off because it encouraged hooning even though it's like in the outback or in the you know, let's look at it from the other perspective. Okay, the other lens, sure. Because on on our side, yes, we're, we're Kia's doing three sixties off of ramps yeah. in commercials. <laughs> yes, right, right, right. You know, on this side of the pond, and yeah. we have a problem with takeovers. That. We have a problem with, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, a small problem. Right. I, would say. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. It, it's the uh, it's hard to correlate the two. Correct. Right? It's yeah, a, yeah. You know, yeah. you could never say that. You can never say one led to the other. Right. Well, right, you right. could if you looked into the data enough. Yeah. But and even then, you could just make it look like that's the case. Right. Right. Um, right, right, right. But maybe there is something there, you know, and, and they don't in Australia. What they don't have takeover problems. Not that I'm aware of. Correct. The they news. definitely don't. They yeah. shut that shit down quick. Yeah. So but still, yeah, I think that's uh, it doesn't make any sense to me, especially for cars like you're I mean, that's the whole point. But I do find it's kind of funny that. You know, little hooning got banned in Australia, and we're doing wild shit in our, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in our commercials. <laughs> yeah, even Kia's yeah. Been like you know getting in on the action out here. Right, like the launch of like a BRZ or um and the new eight six. It's right. on. It's at Thunderhill. They're recording the whole video. At oh, Thunder dude, Hill. You know all, all I mean? the super ads. Right, when the super was coming right, out. Right, it was right, right. all driving like that. Yes, yes. Damn, that's funny, man. Yeah, you're right. That actually. sucks. But yeah, I don't think the government should be involved in that type of stuff. I man. agree. I think it's nah, BS. No. Don't shut down a commercial commercial for a revving engine yeah no definitely i mean unless you're doing something like explicitly illegal right like killing a person on video they're killing it or doing something on public roads right okay that's not closed okay or right, you know right, stuff right. like that then okay i get it shut it down but mm-hmm. you know if you're being responsible about what you're doing right that's the message you need to send people be responsible about the shit that you're doing right don't like handcuff everybody into being safe Yes, like, that's not exactly. life. Exactly, you know, and that's not the reality of car ownership for most, for some people. I say yeah. our niche. Yeah, for right? sure. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna hoon it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's the people that want to hoon, and there's the people that want to just get A to B. Yes. Right. The right. A to B people, the ones complaining about this shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's I'm like, <laughs> yeah, give us, give us more crazy content. <laughs> but anyway, those are your headlines for the week. Let's get into our next segment. 
I went to M school, Randy. You did. So finally, finally, the day came. Yes. Uh, just to remind everybody, my wonderful wifey, wifey to be, actually bought me M- an M school day for my birthday mm-hmm. back in April, mm-hmm. and I scheduled it for July. She actually thought it had already passed and that I had forgotten about it. Oh, did she? Yeah. The shit? day, the day, <laughs> the day before, she was like, I was like, I hadn't, I hadn't really mentioned. That I was going right. was on a Monday. Okay. But the day before, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to get up early. got to go to Palm Springs. And she's like, oh, I've been wondering about that. Oh. I thought you had forgotten about it. <laughs> You're like, hell <laughs> no. Yeah, You're no way. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I set it for a Monday. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I wanted to kind of double up giving up work and then going to have fun. Okay, you know? yeah. And, like, it's, yeah, it, yeah. It's, and, dude, like, the only day it decides to rain. In this state. <laughs> in this state, dude. Oh, shit. And it was rain. Like, I almost didn't go. Oh, really? And, and you, I, California. I went, no, no, no. <laughs> See, this bad? is different. Sorry. Okay. This is different because I left, right? Okay. And when I start getting close to, like, the Palm Springs area, uh-huh. the rain is so bad. You know that type of rain that it's rebounding off the ground so much that it looks like it's raining from the floor up? Yeah, it's exploding. Or yeah, whatever. and, uh-huh. I mean, it's mega rain. Okay. And I'm in the E92, uh, you know, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sliding around. Oh, shit. Okay. And then okay. it and then it starts pouring so hard that I can't see. It's like it's like a full fog mm, mm-hmm. and I can't see and all the cars are slowing down to like 30 yeah on the freeway and I'm like this is this is intense mm-hmm. um my I guess my adaptive headlight module got a little wet and I started getting warnings for that <laughs> and I'm okay. like I'm okay. like oh crap like what do I do I still have another I still had another probably 50 minutes of driving at that point. Okay. And I'm thinking the whole time, because it was raining when I left my house. It was rain, It was sprinkling when I left my house. So I'm thinking, man, I really hope that it's not raining there, mm-hmm. first of all, because I, I don't want a wet day. Um, and then second, uh, I'm driving, and I'm just hoping that it clears up. I'm hoping that it clears up, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And probably like 10 minutes before arriving, it it clears up. Okay. But I, I tough it out. And I mean, it was, I was genuinely scared. Okay. Usually I'm not, I'm like, you know, it's, it's rain, it's fine. But I was genuinely scared driving through some of this rain because it was, it, I mean, I thought it was hail at one point. Okay. Because it was just slamming down. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So then uh, I, I found, we, I get there, I'm like, okay, the course, I can see it's a little wet, mm-hmm. but it's already feeling hot. And I get there at 6 a.m. They moved the day up a couple hours because of the heat. Okay. All right. Okay. So I get there at 6 a.m. You know, they serve breakfast is served. Nice. Um, what do they serve? Just out of curiosity. Uh, they had like egg and bacon sandwiches. Okay. They went COVID uh, safe. Yeah. And yeah, they had like different types of sandwiches and they have BMW has their own coffee. <laughs> okay. Okay. We <laughs> yeah. can just sell something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. that was, I thought that was interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, then they serve food and they cut the classroom session short. Okay. Which I was like, hell yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want to be in this classroom. You know, mm-hmm. I'm good. So they give us some general rules or whatever. They cut it short and then they take us out. And it starts raining again. Okay. And pouring rain. And I'm like, fuck. 
and I'm posting and you can see in, in some of the stories that I posted that it's coming down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man. And, and up to that point, I was like, I'm not getting my money's worth. You know, right, right. You know, like this is I, I, this sucks, you know, yeah, for sure. But then, you know, I've uh, I've been watching a lot of Gary V and he's big on perspective. OK, OK. So I was like, you know what? I'm in California. Yes. I don't get a lot of wet practice. That's a good you, that's a good point. You know, like this is yes. this is wet practice in somebody else's car. Right, so like, right, you know, right. So you can go. I can go hard. Yeah. You know, right. and if something happens. That's your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you signed the insurance. Yeah, so you're yeah exactly. Good. So I'm I'm set. You that, know, that's a good perspective on that. Oh hell yeah! So then, my mood sort of changed once I kind of got into that mindset. Yeah. And the first event, unfortunately, was track work. Okay. So we go out to the track. Um, my day ended up being a little messed up because they usually you do like corner work, then you do like skid pad, then you do the track work. Okay. Because you sort of you sort of learn different elements to get to track, but yeah. there's three different groups. So uh-huh. and, and everybody rotates. Right. So they didn't really put them in any specific order. Got it. So we do track work first and we're in M2 competitions. Uh, and we go out automatics, though, right? Automatics. Everything's okay. on automatic. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can. I wish yeah. they yeah. let you use manuals. I mean, they let you paddle shift, but that's it. OK. okay. Um, and then they take us out. And it's just wet, dude. And, and I'm, I'm sliding out there. It's still fun as hell. Like I said, once my perspective changed, uh-huh. I was able to enjoy it a little more. Okay. But I wasn't able to be fast. Right. That was not the focus. Yeah. That's learning like, how to drive in wet. It, well, for me, kind it of. was I wanted to be fast because I knew that at the end of the day, there is a oh. competition. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, so I wanted okay. to get used to this track. Wanted to understand it. Wanted to be able to hit all the apexes and 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 know how fast I needed to go. Right. And I was like, man, I, I just I'm, I have no experience in the wet. But then I'm also thinking, the other people probably don't either. Right. So you know we're going okay. So I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I'm on bumpers and they're telling people to pull off. You know if if you were. Holding up the line, they would tell people to pull off. And they didn't ask you to do and that. They didn't ask me to do that. So I'm like, okay, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm running through, you know, sliding the tail out a little bit, trying to get used to the track. Um, but it, it was still – it still felt slow and weird. And the whole time they're coaching you through walkie-talkie. So each car has a walkie-talkie in the car, and they're – all the instructors are outside on the track, and they're like, oh, Jonathan, uh, you know, focus on your corner exits – uh more you're going a little too too hot into into the entries uh such and such you know make sure that you're moving fast and that and that they're they're picking at everybody and giving coaching and it's it's so crazy how they do it how they're paying attention to everybody the trippy thing is that you hear everything yeah yeah like yeah everybody's critique and they're you know they're it's like um you know, racing is like kind of an old boys club, you know, yeah, like yeah, there's no sure. sugarcoating. Yeah. That, you know, <laughs> yeah. like that's they going don't baby on. your ass. Oh, hell. No. Right. Quite the opposite. Yeah. yeah Quite yeah. the opposite. Like they'll give you shit if you're fucking up a lot. OK, so you could hear that over the. Oh, you hear everybody's. You hear everybody's. Everybody's. Oh, you know, you got to get on the gas a little more. You know, you got to give it more. You know, you're moving a little slow. Uh, you're holding up. Get off the track. So you would know? you judge the demographic to be people that have. 
people that were there. Yeah. Did they look or you get the sense that they had driven on tracks before or there some of them are like, you know, I own a three series Beamer. I want to go to M school or yeah. I, I don't even own a Beamer. I've never been on a track. I go to M school. Is it like it's total the full, it's the full spectrum. Okay. okay. I think based on confidence in the beginning. Yeah. Like you it, could tell it looks about 50 50. Okay. But it's not really a, a, a yes or no split. Got it's it. like Got no it. experience, some experience, a lot of experience. Okay. Oh, there were okay. some people okay. there that have a lot of experience with M school specifically. Mm-hmm. There's some people there that have track oh, experience. Okay. Got it. There were drifters, but not track guys. Oh, Okay. And then there were guys that completely misunderstood what they signed up for. <laughs> right on, right on. And okay. then there was this one guy who thought he was going to get into fully built race cars. Oh, like really? the M4 GTS or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. A, he was an Asian guy. Okay. And okay. he was, I won't do the accent, but he had an accent. Okay. okay. And he was like, oh, I signed up for the M4 GTS. Hey, dude, where the, <laughs> hey, where the rate car, dude? It wasn't Vietnamese. <laughs> okay. It was Chinese okay, for sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like he's like telling everybody that he signed up to get this car and we're all like, it's not what this class is. Right. But like, I don't know. I was like, maybe there's another class going on. Yeah. I'm not aware of. Yeah. 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 But we were the only ones that day. So he was disappointed. Okay. But anyway, so. uh, So after that event, um, you know, everybody does. okay. nobody crashes or spins out. So we're like, okay, cool. Good. So now we move into drifting. They move us to the skid pad. Mm. So they put us into M5s, okay. which, I mean, I, I think is a little wild yes. you know, to have 600 yeah. horsepower on a skid pad and teach us to drift. Yes. But maybe it's easier. I don't know drifting. Right. So. Right. Uh, but the skid pad is wet, right? It's it, it's normally sprayed. They spray mm-hmm. it and wet mm-hmm. it. But um, it's raining. So it's completely soaked. So it's a puddle, right? You're yeah. driving on a puddle? Or? Uh, it's a, like a layer. Yeah. I wouldn't say a puddle, but it's got a layer of, of water on okay. it. Okay. And it has like five rings. And each lane is more polished than the other as as you go further into the skid pad. Okay. Okay. Right? The inner rings the are The inner more rings, pol- like the, the two. Smoother. The two smoother. inner. Yeah, they're polished. They're not even smoother. They're literally polished. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then when you move on to the third and fourth ones, I think they're just smooth concrete, and then the last one is like almost like asphalt. So everything is uh, – so the smooth sections are concrete, you're saying? Polished concrete? Polished concrete. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like a garage floor. Yeah, that's exactly. Been, that's yeah. had enamel. Yeah. Been enamel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. That, and then, you know, depending, depending on your skill level, that's where the, you go to whatever that's ring. That's how they place you. Yeah, oh, that's how they place okay. you, right? But because it was raining, uh-huh. it's basically like every single ring was polished. Got it. Um, Got it. But anyway, it was sort of drifting practice, and they kind of start teaching you. They teach you how to lose the rear end and stay in your lane. Okay. Right. Not, you know, to keep it under control. And then, so then again, everybody, this is the, this one was the hardest one because it's hard. It's hard. It's to do. hard. It's hard to do. And like everyone's doing poorly. And so <laughs> okay, okay. everyone's getting yelled at on the walkie talkies, okay. you know, and it's pretty obvious. Oh, you stop doing that. Start you look at this. And, uh, something that I tell you in road racing, and it's very true in drifting, is wherever you're looking is where the car will go. Right. And a lot of people would 
instinctively look in the instructor who was on the he was standing outside of the skid pad yeah on his walkie talkie yeah but they would instinctively look at him when he was talking <laughs> <laughs> and so you the see poor the, bastards oh, run over see, yeah you see the cars moving towards him and he's like yo 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 look forward look forward stay in your lane stay in your lane <laughs> and uh but after a while you you sort of pick it up something clicks really and you start and then i was able to keep drifts going Oh, okay. And that felt really cool. Like you start keep keeping the drifts going. Uh-huh, you start uh-huh. kind of connecting the whole uh, the whole donut. Um, so you were able to do that. I was able to do that, and awesome. it's, I feel like it's harder on a skid wet skid pad. Okay. Uh, because I feel like the E ninety two is a lot easier to control when I've when I've when done like as- I haven't done asphalt. full no- donuts, but mm-hmm. when I've you know lost traction in the asphalt, felt it was easier to control. But yeah, I was able to kind of you know keep things going, and I'm like, all right, this feels comfortable. I think cool. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting used to it. And so, um, the the instructor was a Hispanic guy, and he's like talking to me in Spanish, like being relatable, whatever, okay. right? <laughs> yeah, sure. And I'm like all about it because like me and him are literally the only Hispanics there. Are there words? Well, there probably are. are. What words are? Does he use the word drift, or does he have a Espanol word for drift, or uh, any of the other n- ling- ling- no, lingo? I think uh, most of his Spanish was more Just, outside of car oh, stuff. Okay, okay, it yeah. has to be right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know that. It, I mean, yeah, like the in steering Spanish, wheel. It's just drifting. But okay, so the steering does he talk about the steering wheel or your pedal or throttle? No, no, or no, no. His instruction was all gasolina, in gasolina. <laughs> <laughs> Pitbull was not there. <laughs> Oh, that's Daddy Yankee, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he was not there this day. Okay, right uh, on. It was outside of that. Okay, uh, okay, but cool. Th- but that'll come into play later. Sure. Okay, continue. Then. Um. So, so we we're like we get out of the skid fat. I still don't feel comfortable. Okay. I feel like I, I could have used probably like another fifteen or twenty minutes out there. Sure. To get used to what I was doing, but at least you know I'm learning different things. Wonderful. So from that event, we move on to the third event, which is corner work. And for this event, um, all you're all they're teaching you is that you are faster from a stop on the corner than driving through the corner. So they have one right turn, a full 90, 90, degree. 90 degree right turn. Right. Okay. So the first turn that you do, you they stop you on the turn. Right. In the middle, basically in the middle of what you're the course that you're doing. Okay. And they say, All right, when I tell you to go, punch it. And then you punch it, and then at the end of a certain length of the road, they measure your speed. Mm. So I hit seventy miles an hour. And then the, then the next time around they're like, All right, now you're gonna do the whole course accelerating into the turn, slow down, apex, track out. Okay. So I do it. And at the end, when they hit your speed, I was at 68. Oh, okay. Right? So they're like, okay, your your goal, see this? And so they, what they're trying to make you understand is that in order to be faster, you need to be slower. Your corner exit speed is way more important than what you're doing prior or stopping or, you know, corner entry. I see. Um, I you see. know, breaking on corner entry. Cool. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. This is cool. So um, I'm, I'm doing this and I'm fucking 
poorly, dude. Okay. Sh- sh- I was doing shit work on it. Oh. I don't know why. Okay. Maybe it was the M2s. I just so you were back in the M2 competition. Back in the M2s, and okay. we're doing and we're doing this work, and I just, I don't know. I can't really, I can't get the corner right. Okay. I don't know if I was in my head. I don't know what it was, but it was really, like, kind of shaking my confidence a bit. And I'm like, man, I don't know why I can't figure this out. And, you know, I'm coming at the other end, 68, 66. Um, everyone else is getting, like, you hear everybody's praise on the walkie-talkie, and I'm getting like, okay, that was okay, Jonathan. <laughs> oh, so that was your turn to <laughs> yeah, get shit yeah. on and that was, and the you know, That was all right. That was a little cleaner. You know, that looked a little easier for you. And I'm just like, man, this is not the commentary I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, right, so I'm, right. I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, and I really don't. Okay. I really do not end up figuring it out. But I get used to doing some more corner work. So finally, um, you know, we break from that session and we go into the fourth event, which is the one I was really looking forward to uh, lead follow on the big track. Okay. so we finally go on to what is considered the uh, thermal experience. Right. In M4s. Air quotes. Yeah. Yeah. So we go out there um, and before we are let out on the track, we're waiting for another instructor to show up because they're splitting into two different groups to do the lead follows. Um, and the, one of the instructors starts talking about the villas out there and villas? He's, there's villas in thermal that oh. you can buy to be part of the club. It's, it's like a golf club. Yeah. They're called. Yes. Yeah. Um, country club, a country club. Yeah. Yes. There you yeah. go. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's kind of like that. So uh, he said when they started, these villas cost a million dollars. Okay. And you couldn't be in them after 9 p.m. That's bullshit, man. And on top of that, you had to pay like membership fees. Okay, so country club for sure. Two grand or three grand a month or something. A thousand percent of country club. One thousand percent. Now he says those villas are like three to four million. Oh, shit. Three to four million to get one of those villas. And uh, you can now stay in them overnight. You can, oh, you can okay. stay there at least, but okay. you still have to pay membership fees. And he said the people that that get these places have wild cars. So it's not just Beamers, or it is. It's not just Beamers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, the people that live there, they can drive whatever they want on those tracks. Uh, probably on specific days. We didn't get into details. Sure. Sure. But the cars, basically, what M School was to us. Yeah. That thermal <laughs> villa experience was to the instructors at BMW. Oh, they wow. said that they drive some of the wildest cars because of some of the people that live in those villas. Interesting. Like they let them drive their cars to teach them how to drive the cars on thermal. I see. And I'm like, man, these guys have the greatest jobs. <laughs> you know, like all they do is That's just drive around, coach. Yeah, I yeah. don't have enough experience, man. These oh, guys are like, right. I feel like right, these right. guys, The I think the, the one that started the latest was like 21 or 22. Okay. Okay. And I mean, maybe eventually, right, right, right. But it just seems like you need to get into it pretty early to to have the credentials to do something like that. Fair enough. Okay. But yeah, I thought about that too. I'm like, man, imagine just because they're all like in their you know 40s and 50s. I'm mm-hmm. like, imagine doing that like for a living. Yeah. Just driving around, but then also I I don't know how I'd be as a coach. Oh yeah, we and we've talked about that. Offline. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know how I'd be as a coach, mm-hmm. as a passenger, right? Especially, right, right. although the walkie-talkie thing, I can think I can figure out. Uh huh. Uh huh. But anyway, the fourth event concluded sort of the practice of the event, right? Where that was the lead follower going out to the track. We're following the track guys 
of the instructors trying to match their lines. Yep. They're driving us out of the water. Yeah. But, you know, we're keeping up somewhat, and our group was actually pretty quick. So, we, you know, we've got some praise. And that's when I met uh, one of the guys named Chaz. Cool. Yeah. I, I had uh, the same reaction. What's the movie that uh, Adam Sandler was in where the um, they were – they held up a radio station. Oh, uh, Airheads. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Brendan Fraser's name was Chaz. Oh, in that really? Movie, in that movie. Yeah. I wonder I if that's where his name came from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he was actually pretty quick. Too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, so I'm oh, imagining it's... Brendan Fraser <laughs> from Airheads driving Just an M. with shorter hair. Yeah. But driving an M and going fast, you know, and the lead <clears throat> follows. And I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty quick. I think, you know, he might be the one that gives me a run for my money. Okay. But, you know, after this, uh, we take a short break and then starts the competitions. Cool. And the first one is a rat race. And in the rat race, what that is, is they make an oval mm-hmm. on the skid pad and they put uh, a driver on each side. Yep. And then you, you try it, to catch, up, try up, to to catch up, up to each other. And, right. and after three laps, whoever's ahead is the winner. Yep. And I my first race is against Chaz. Nice. And so I'm trying to play it controlled because mm-hmm. I'm used to smooth as fast. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I I kind of go around and I'm and I'm going slow, trying not to lose the tail. Yeah. And I lose. Oh shit! I lose, dude. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, man. What a uh, way to start okay. this so crap. Is it bracketed? So you basically are out it's, of the competition. It was, no. Oh, okay. It was sort of group stage at the beginning. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. And you, everyone got a shot against everyone. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So after that, I realized that I needed to drift through some of the straights or through through the what I figured out is I needed to drift out of the turns okay. and keep it going to the straights before kind of settling in and doing it again at the other oval. OK, Um, but I didn't really have a lot of experience yeah. with that yet. So I ended up being two and two. I won two races and lost two. OK. But the there was a championship between two guys that went three and one. Oh, Chaz and a drifter kid. OK, the drifter kid, he like drifted almost the whole thing. OK, he would actually go f- super far from the end of the oval because he was drifting so much uh-huh. and still come back and win. Damn. Yeah. And wow. so he ended up winning that the rat race. OK. And I was just like, fuck, man, I didn't come here to like not win. Something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want. Well, that's to, what all the guys are thinking. Yeah, all the people for are sure. Thinking for that sure. Like, there, I wanted right? to I wanted to win something. And I'm like, OK, well, at least this isn't this isn't a, a, a this, the biggest event. There's one more. OK. Which is the track event. Yes. The Now, it sounds tough based on the competition that you've got. I'll oh, say that. As it, a, as a, it was. It was so much fun because of that. Okay. Did it dry up at that point? And that's what I was going to get to. When we get to the track at this point, it is completely dry. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I have no experience here. Mm-hmm. going fast and you guys didn't drive the whole track at all right or you, do you get a practice lap or two or whatever? you get two. you get two practice runs okay before your time start to count okay okay um and then from there on it's really depend depends on how much time is available in your session okay right so it's you're sort of limited and you sure. kind of want to and so 
I've got a chip on my shoulder because of the rat race. Mm. Um, and we're the last group to go to the to the track event. Yes. Okay. And the times are <clears throat> from all attendees, not just your group. Yeah. As opposed to the rat race. Which is how many? Sorry. How many? Attendees? 18 people. Okay. Okay. So there's 18 racers. And what they do is they sort of turn the track into sort of an autocross type event where you're not doing full laps. Okay. You do a full shot. And at the end of the lap, you have to land in a box. Oh, interesting. And if you don't land in that box, it it's count. a two-second penalty. Oh, if you completely fuck. land outside of the box, disqualified time. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a unique challenge to it, right? It, it's about control for them, right? So you have to be – and it's like – Immediately following a turn into what usually is the fastest straight on that track. So you have to like. So yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. really time that box to make sure that your time counts. How b big is the box? Is it full car? It's one a, car length? It's, or it's like you probably two. got like three feet in front and behind your car. So it's a, it fits the car. It fits it's a, it's the a parking car. space. It's a parking space. Fuck. It's okay. a parking space okay. for sure. It's okay. a parking space. So I'm like, okay. So um, we go out with the last group and the guys, the instructors like, all right, so this is not a race. This is more about, you know, it is a race. Obviously, it's timed. Mm -hmm. He's like, but this, you know, this is more about your control. Make sure you're working on your corner exits. Make sure, you know, uh, that you're paying attention to all those things and then you'll have good times. I guarantee you. That being said, podium times right now are in the high 46s. Okay. And I'm like, all right, those, that's the benchmark. That's what we need to hit. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what anyone else is doing at, the, at this point. I'm the third in line. Okay. Uh, and behind me is Chaz. And are you in the M2s again? I'm or? in the M2s. Okay. Yeah, we're in the M2s again. Thank okay. you for calling that out. Mm -hmm. So uh, behind me is Chaz. Um, so then everybody goes out. I'm, you know, I'm hearing, you know, 50s. 49s and i'm like man like man 46 must be quick then like mm. every, everybody's having a hard time so i go out 40 i have the oh. <laughs> I, have the, I have the timing sheet Did you, I, oh you took a, fo I, a photo I, yeah of i took it. a photo of the timing sheet yeah, so yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. we're gonna talk accurate numbers exact uh yeah, exact to yeah to the to hundreds to, of yeah. a second so I go out on my first session. I do a 48.46. Okay, that's close to the 46. And it's close to the 46. That's my first lap in the dry track. Yes. But still, I'm like, oh, shit, where am I going to make up two seconds? I was driving pretty aggressively. Okay. So I'm like, okay, focus on corner exits, focus on corner exits. I land in the box on okay. my first shot. I'm like, all right, I figured it out already. Good. Okay. So um, Chaz comes up. 49.31 okay so oh right God. behind so he's you. close yeah so um i go out on my second lap 46.87 so okay. i'm like okay i hit high 46s uh-huh i landed outside the box oh shit oh my god dude he's like 46 uh jonathan 46.87 one Landed outside the box. That becomes a 48.871. Damn. I'm like, oh, man, I had That's it. That's fun. This is fun. Dude, actually. it's it's so it that element made it fun. Yeah. But it didn't really get like aggressively fun. Okay. Until I started no noticing someone chipping at my heels. Okay. Which was Chaz. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, okay. I do a 46.871 that became a 48. 
and he comes up behind me and does a 47.15 okay. and he lands inside the box. Oh shit. So I'm like, "Oh, now he he has the top time in this group." Uh-huh. But I'm like, "I'm faster." So I just right now I'm faster. I just you, need to figure this out. Yeah. So I start trying to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> so when <laughs> you racer. <laughs> okay, okay. So when uh, your car triggers the start of the timer, right? When you leave, oh, there, okay. there's they a have, that's it's that good or they, that ex- you know yeah they that kind of they have they have that shit that you trigger the the start time right. Cool, that's awesome. So I figure if I am able to start maybe five feet behind the actual start cones that they have there, I oh. can I can start off with more speed and I have a higher speed going into the track. Which is already saving me some time. So it's like crossing a laser. In a it's a, that's laser. exactly it. It's okay. exactly it. Crossing a digital laser. Okay, got it. Okay. So I'm uh, so I'm I'm like lined. I'm kind of like lined up, pretending like I don't know what I'm doing. You know, uh-huh. like whatever. <laughs> and I hear on the walkie-talkie, Jonathan, move up. Nice try. <laughs> Funny. I was like, ah, oh, crap, man. Okay. You knew exactly what. I, of course, they know what yeah. I'm doing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. um, so I'm, uh, one thing that I learned later, but I think it's important to call out now. Uh, Chaz owns an M2. Okay. Right. So that's I an advantage. That's an advantage, and I don't know if there's launch control features or stuff that he might have been using. Aware of? Yeah, that I wasn't using because I had to sort of feather it a little bit. Otherwise, I was spinning out when I'm starting coming off, off the line. Coming off the line, yeah, which yeah, loses yeah. you time. Yes. So anyway, I go on to my next lap, and it's a forty-eight to eight nine. I'm slower. Okay. But that's it's because I'm, I've got that I've got the chip now. I've got the adrenaline going. I'm like, yeah. I need to figure this out. Yeah. So I do a 48.29, and uh, Chaz comes in and does a 46.53. And lands in the box. And lands in the box. So he's got you. So he's got me now. 46.53. And I'm like, Uh okay, now it's on. And no one else is even close to us. Oh, really? Yeah, no one else is even close to us. So now it becomes a Chaz versus John race. Okay. And I'm like, ah, shit. Like, on the one hand... I I want the P1 spot. Yeah. But on the other hand, this just got way more fun. Okay. okay right? Okay. So so I go again and I chop them 46.335. Okay. And, I'm number 1. And yeah. you land in the box. And I land in the box and and I I, I will never forget the instructor goes John 46.335, you are now P1 for the day. I was like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> End it now." Yeah. <laughs> End it Did now. You, you should have <laughs> said that on the walkies. Yeah, I, I thought about it, but they okay. told us not to talk into it. Okay, but I was like, okay. "Yeah, I was thinking like, End it now. End it now." <laughs> so then um after that, Chaz comes up behind me and does a 48.325. So okay. I'm like, "Okay. I'm uh I'm holding on to this a little bit." Yeah. So uh I go out again and I pretty much the same thing 46.348 okay and so i'm in the i I do another consistent consistent 46 is another five laps okay and um chaz isn't able to beat me okay um he's in the 46 he's now also in the 46s but he's jumping 48 46 46 48 
Oh, okay. But okay. he's like nipping at my heels. Yeah, right? yeah. And I just can't find more time. But I know it's because I'm I'm kind of freaking out a bit, right? Okay. So um, finally, I uh, I go forty six point one seven five. I'm trying to get in the forty fives. Yeah, that's a mental. Yeah, like, I'm trying. That to would get break the, him yeah. mentally. Dude. Oh, and and it, it's forty I, and forty six point one seventy five, and then he's like. Okay, you you sort of solidified your P one here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No one's gone forty five on the day. That's what the instructor says. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm P one, and this was second to last lap. Okay. And then Chaz does a forty five point eight nine and doesn't land in the box. Oh shit! Which puts him at a forty seven point eight nine nine. But uh. I'm like, if we have more laps left. Yeah. This guy's going to figure it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, crap, uh -huh, dude. So uh -huh. I'm like, I need to get in the 45. So after my 46.175, that w ended up being my last lap. Okay. And I do a 46.418. Okay. So I couldn't get any faster. Okay. And then he comes in and does a 45.71. And lands in the box. And lands in the box. Oh, damn, dude. And that's the end of the day. Oh. The end of the day right there no one else came close he went p1 i went p2 on the day Shit. which which honestly i, I was pretty happy about okay. all things considered okay. i'm like okay. oh, you know that's a podium spot that you is know? that is like in racing i mean if you hit obviously being p1 is the best but yeah. you know ended up on the podium is nice yes so um so we come out of the cars and I'm and that's when I'm like I, I like I, I fist bump him. I'm like, dude, you know what? I really wanted P one, but you made this shit so much more fun. Uh huh. And he's uh -huh. he's like, oh, dude, same thing. He's like, that's exact. I was feeling the pressure the whole time. <laughs> I was like, oh hell yeah, dude. That's so cool. yeah. We even like exchanged information, uh -huh. and he's like, uh -huh. I, he's been wanting to get out to the track, but he has nobody to go with. So I kind of invited him oh, out or sure, whatever. Sure, sure. So I was like, dude, you you did really well. So it turns out that this was like his fifth like m school event oh gosh. yeah and he's got an m2 but you know he, props to him he got in the 45s which apparently was a track record according to one of the instructors really yeah so among uh, students among students uh -huh. him and i have the top two times sweet which i thought was pretty cool i don't know where that's, they keep track of those records but yeah, at least that's, yeah, yeah. that's what they told us right on cool so i'm like all right cool you know i'm, I'm happy with my p2 yeah um you yeah. know i would have had p1 he made it into the 45s um i wasn't checking if he was cheating or not but you know it is what it is right so that's the that marks the end of the day at that point they take us back into the classroom they start announcing all the winners or whatever uh and uh we get fed one more time cool and so they announced the winners, winners for the rat race. Um, and then they're going to announce the winners for the actual track event. And mm -hmm. the instructor comes up and he, go, he goes, all right, now the results for the event that actually matters. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, so then he calls out the times. So he's like in third place. Uh, let's let's be uh, let's let's shout out the people here in third place. Oh, I don't have last names. It was Matt with – oh, wait, no. In third place, it was Sean uh -huh. with a 46.232. That okay. was – that. he was P1 prior to us starting. Right. In second place, it was me with 46.175. And in first place on the day, 
45.718 Chaz. But when they called out my name and said, oh, Jonathan Perez, you got P2 on the day. The instructor that I had told you about that was talking to me in Spanish goes, hey, way to represent. <laughs> in the corner of the room. <laughs> Latino. Represent, man. I represent for our people. He was all proud. I was like, "Oh hell yeah, dude!" Yes, daddy. <laughs> Thank you, daddy. Yeah, all man. Right, right. Yeah. Right so on, ended right up right. being P two on the day. Ended up being an extremely fun day. Cool. It was a half wet day, half dry day. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you're thinking about doing this, just do it. It's so much fun. It's a grand. Right. It's to, a to, grand, to, but there's always like 20 percent off coupons. OK. Yeah. Okay, they're okay. they're floating around. You can find them on the Internet. So 800. Yeah. And but yeah, definitely, you know, go go have some fun. Um, you do. Even if you know how to drive, you learn stuff. Of um, course. They always. Teach, yeah. Always. They teach you stuff. The instructors kind of look at specific things they can help you out with. Um, and then uh, at the end of the day. Um, they all the instructors show off, and they take us out in the M5s and drift us through in, the entire track sections. Oh shit! And okay. th- that's when I was like, okay, maybe I need a little more practice before I do some of this. Like before I get hired here to do this job. Okay. Because okay. yeah, these guys were like the the track that we were on wasn't it wasn't super wide, not like not like the big track, mm-hmm. and they had control through. Like little slivers, because in some areas they would they would actually take up the track with cones to force you to drive on the correct part of the track. Okay. And they didn't remove any of those cones before they started drifting through everything. And they were, they were like through. threading the needle through all this stuff. Oh. And I'm like, man, these guys are crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then they do that. That's kind of the last hurrah, and then you wrap up on the day. Okay. It was it, it sucked getting up super early in the morning, but it was nice to be done by like one o'clock. Okay. Because usually you do three events, you break for lunch, then you do another three events, and then it's you, like yeah, five p.m. Like, yeah, like, exactly. I gotta drive through traffic. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But this it was six to like one or one thirty, and then you could you could either have lunch or leave or just leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was an awesome time. So shout out to all the instructors at you know M School, um, and even you know the performance M. Uh, facility for letting us out there, man, and drive those cars. And the wifey for the gift. Especially the wifey for the gift, yes. man. That Not is, that she listens, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, no, she knows. She's like, because her, her whole thing was, I want to get you an experience. I don't want to buy you anything. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I do need an exhaust. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, no, but that was awesome, man. It was it was such a good time. Um, I, I don't know that I'd do it again. Okay. Unless something changed, you know, meaning like they they added an event or you know did something else. I get else, that. You I know? totally get that. Uh, but definitely, definitely recommend anyone to go out there, and they have a ton of different other types of events too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, eventually I'll probably look for like private instruction from out there, mm-hmm. if if I get to that level or the villa. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're at villa not. levels, <laughs> yeah. blowing four million dollars just like that, dude. Yeah. Oh, we we've, yeah, yeah. we've won. Right we've on. won. Right but on. anyway, let's move into our next segment. E thirty six updates. Okay. Randy. So we you came over 
a few weeks back and yes. we were going to do you were going to help me with the sunroof delete, the roll bar, the seats. Yeah. And let me tell you that by far, mm-hmm. by far, the seat install was the worst part of this project. Was it now? Of not just like these these four things that I described, uh-huh. the entire race car project. Oh shit, that yeah, bad. it was so frustrating. Like fitting that seat, I'm I've never installed seats without sliders. Oh, so it's the adjusting. It's of the adjusting of everything, and the seats are. Uh, I ended up kind of messing up the seat a little bit. The B pillar on the sedan, mm-hmm. because it's like it's a narrower space. Yeah, it takes up a, about like I would say half an inch of where the seat needs to be. Okay. So there are companies that actually make special brackets for E36s mm-hmm. that move the seat over about an inch to, to the, closer to the transmission tunnel. Yeah. Because what happens is, and what's going on right now, it's is I'm up. actually, it's it's bumping up to the B pillar, and I'm actually a little off center for my steering wheel. Oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. which, which it's not... It's you get used to it, your brain kind of adjusts to that type of thing. But it's still weird. But it's still a little weird, and the pedals is the same thing. Um, but dude, fitting that seat, getting into the bucket seat, getting out of the bucket seat, <laughs> unscrewing everything. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. moving it back, moving it forward, and yeah. it isn't like you could adjust it with the seat in there. Everything has to come out. Then you move the brackets, screw down the brackets, then put the seat back in. So would you have rather gone with the sliders at the end of the day? No, because it's not as safe. Okay. Um, like yeah, I did think about it. More, It's more prone to breaking. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I, you know, more parts, more prone to breaking. I did think about it. Yeah. But it was just, I was like, nah, I should do this right. Okay. I did end up ordering new brackets mm. because I do want to be straight with my steering wheel. Uh, but yeah, dude, I, I fitting those seats... And not having the experience of uh, fitting harnesses also killed me. Okay. Um, I was hoping to be able to use the uh, b- the seatbelt mounting locations for the, uh, that the OEM provided. Ones. Yes. But because I'm a taller and bigger dude and uh-huh. need to sit further back, uh-huh. it doesn't provide the necessary Length. angle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and so that was the first issue. Yeah. And then you were right on what you said. The length. The length. Yeah. There wasn't enough length. And when I dri- I drilled into the transmission tunnel to put the harness in on the the lap belt on the right side. Yeah. I didn't put enough length in it. So now I have an extra hole <laughs> in my transmission tunnel, which Shit. isn't a big deal. Yeah. But I finally got it figured out. I had I bought um. I bought a bracket so I wouldn't have to drill into the car for my submarine belt mounts. Yep. The ball sack mount. The ball sack uh, belts. Uh-huh. And it didn't work. Okay. I think because I had to – I actually had to put in the um, the floor seat adapters backwards, at least backwards from what's on the picture, because I needed the seat to be further back. Okay. And I think because of that, there it didn't give me enough room or enough holes to put the submarine belt. So now I have two giant pieces of metal that I, I didn't get to use, which I've got to figure out if I can return. I hopefully I can return them. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I ended up. I, I I have a really bad habit of buying parts and then sitting on them for right, a while. Right. Right. Um. So or I have to resell them. Um. But then there was that thing. So then I ended up having to drill into the floor. 
um, which ended up being the easier option, actually. Mm -hmm. The hardest part about that is I could not find, um, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, you should have just made your own, like two-by-two steel plates to reinforce from the bottom, the eye bolts from the bottom. Okay, underneath the car. Yeah, underneath the car. There was only like... At Home Depot, they only had like four by fours. Oh, okay. And okay. then at like Ace, they had three by threes, um, but the hole was too big, mm. and none of them had like just plates that it could drill into, like without holes. Oh, okay, it's sheet metal. So, yeah, so, thick sheet metal. Yeah. Once again, Amazon saves me. Uh huh. There's a, like a little shop that what they called themselves hard to find, me- uh, brackets or hard to find metal or something okay. like that. Okay. And they sell, unfortunately, they only sell them by, like, the 25 count. Oh. But I was like, fuck it, whatever. I'll buy it. <laughs> you know, so, so I you bought it. got 23 extra pieces I got of 25. two by two. Well, I had, no, not 23, because I ended up doing the passenger seat, too. Oh, okay. So you got So 21. I had to drill one, two, three, four holes for each seat. Eight. Okay. So I used okay. eight, okay. right? So That's I have cool. quite a few left over for whatever projects I end up using. Uh-huh. And I finally got the seat mounted appropriately cool but um it that sounds I, like a bitch dude it was an extreme bitch uh-huh. uh the roll bar went in a lot easier okay but i was i was concerned with the seat because i i was feeling a little claustrophobic just because I'm not used to that aggressive of a bucket seat. That and you have the head re- the head support thing. The head support and like, I can't see shit. That car will never see the street. Yeah. That was, car will never see the street. I, because, I was thinking that when I saw the photos. Yeah. Like, Dude, you can't see left and right. You can't. Well, you can see left and right. A little bit. No, nah, pretty clearly. Okay. So yeah, then, like it doesn't. Your peripheral, it doesn't block your peripherals. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, okay. Although it looks that way, yes. it doesn't block your peripherals. But looking back... Like at at the at rear the like view. the rear, oh. rear right, rear left. Yeah, that you know you're not you're not looking. Oh, um, okay. I almost okay. left the passenger seat out because of that because uh-huh. that would give me more visibility. Yeah, but I'm like, eh, it's it's not that big of a deal. I just the only thing I need to pay attention to is if I'm like reversing. There, I need help. Shit. Right, like at the track or whatever. But usually, uh-huh. there's someone to spot you, or you just use your rear view mirrors and. Don't be a dumbass and go slow. Right, right, right. But I finally uh, figure all that out, and then um, I install my harnesses, which was another bitch adjusting those. Yeah. Uh, but I finally get them right, and um, I discovered the problem that they slide around the harness. That so you need something to hold them down. So I used zip ties at first, but I would like smack it. And then they would move. Yeah. So, so I was like, this working. isn't safe. Yeah. So I had to buy harness collars, <laughs> which makes it look way cleaner. Uh-huh. But it's uh, it's just another expense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I look I look them up. I found them the cheapest with this smaller boutique shop. Mm-hmm. And what they don't tell you, though, and this is not just them. It's anyone is how many you need. Okay. And uh, you could probably get away with two, but you need three per harness. Okay. Per seat, you mean? Per seat. Okay. Yeah, per seat. Um, I thought you needed four per seat, right? So one on each side of each shoulder, uh, shoulder belt. Yeah. And uh, But that doesn't give the harness enough of an angle because it needs to be angled in. 
Okay. In order to be, uh, you know, safe, uh, installed appropriately. Uh huh. Um. So I ended up having to use three, but I bought eight. Oh. Because okay. you don't know. So for if you're looking to buy harness collars, you could probably get away with two mm -hmm. and just have them on either side of both and squeeze them in. But if you want sort of a cleaner, secure look, three is at most you need. You will definitely not need four. Okay. That's way too much. You don't okay. need. You don't need that. So I've got two extras. Um, uh, you know they're thirteen bucks. So I don't know that I'll return them. It'll probably cost me that to ship them back. Yeah. yeah. Um, but maybe I'll sell them or something. Um, uh, but yeah, that sort of concluded those installs. I did the camshaft position sensor. Yep. That was easy peasy. Yeah. Um, and then checked everything out, made sure everything was good, and finally signed off. I was ready for Urban Fest. At Big Willow, and that gets us into Urban Fest. Urban Fest, right the, on. the next event. And this was at Big Willow in Willow Springs, California, Rosamond. Right. Uh, this is the one my favorite track. I'm going to say right now it's definitely my favorite track. Um, it's the track that I started in with my Kia Rio. Um, so I was looking forward to this event for sure. And um, the driver's meeting was scheduled for 730. First session was scheduled for 8. That didn't happen. So it got delayed already from the start. Okay, so how long was the delay? Uh, I would say probably half. It was probably half hour, forty five minutes. Okay, that's a big. They di got delayed. That's a big delay. And it was it was it was weird because um at the seven thirty time, um, and you were supposed to get a shirt too, and I never got a shirt. Okay, but anyway, that's beyond the point. Um, at the seven thirty time, they start calling people that there's a novice meeting in uh at one of the tents and i'm like okay so i'm not gonna go that's i'm part of the advanced group okay so i don't go and i'm like waiting for my driver's meeting nothing happens okay so i'm like oh crap like okay well i guess advanced people don't get meetings and then one other guy said yeah they mentioned something about advanced and said that they know what they're doing so that's fine i'm like all right cool whatever i'm still a little nervous because of the new setup the new seat one thing I'll mention about the E36 is that when I would roll it out of my driveway at, at an angle, mm -hmm. um, it was always like fine. But now because of the roll bar, I'm rolling out. It felt like my rear tire was going up a curb. Okay. The chassis has gotten stiff. so much more stiff. Uh -huh. And so now that rear tire lifts. Whenever I'm coming out of my driveway. <laughs> yeah. Dude, wow, I'm like, okay. This is good. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. but there's different things that I'm going to have to account for. Yes. So I'm feeling nervous. I'm in the advanced group. The advanced group, it's full of horsepower. I'm oh. the only E36 there. Uh huh. There's an <laughs> E39 uh, uh, 5 series. Okay. But it's supercharged. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So everyone, I think everyone was like at 400 plus. Yeah. And, and so you're I'm, in the rinky dink I'm 240 the rinky, yeah. <laughs> claimed <laughs> not to the wheels. Yeah, right? yeah, rinky dink 240 claimed for sure. And I'm just yeah. like, man, I, I just I I know that I've got the time to be in this group. Yeah. But I know I don't have the horsepower to keep up with a, with anyone that has experience. Right. So I'm going to need to I just don't want to be in people's way. You know what okay, I mean? Right on. Like, right I don't want to be that douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a <laughs> yeah. it's a track full of them because they all <laughs> yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And like uh, it, it was supposed to be BMW only. Oh. But because of 
you know, some of the involvement from some of these different shops in the event. There was a McLaren out there. Ooh. There was Porsches out there. Okay. And I'm like, man, like, it's cool because there was only like 10 people in the advanced group. Okay. So it was really open. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, like, if you're going to have like this, this level of car, maybe yeah. you should have split up into advanced slow and advanced fast. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. But that was just my nerve speaking, just because I didn't know what the car was going to do, how it sure. was going to experience or whatever. So uh, the first session goes out. They don't there's no e- there's not even an announcement. The only way I knew that the advanced group had gone out is that I saw a Porsche like head right, out right. into the track. And I'm like, OK, so it's our turn. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I get into my session like five minutes late. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I get waved in. I go out. I'm feeling out the car and boy, ooh, difference. It's it's a world of a difference, all in a positive way. Okay. Um, I I exert, I went from exerting almost all my strength to keep myself into the seat. Oh, to actually to, to just... now like steering with my fingertips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. it was it was night and day, man, and okay. it. it if that car felt so good and i think my bad camshaft sensor uh-huh was messing with my vanos oh too. okay because so i i felt a, i felt a bit more power okay with the sensor could be just my head sure uh sure. but i felt a little bit more power so i go out that first session and um i'm 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 getting used to the track and now i'm really getting into uh, sort of the technique that I've been developing and getting aggressive with my drive and I'm passing some of these cars. I'm, I passed the supercharged M five. I passed another three thirty, Um, and that, there was a Supra out there too. Okay. Well, that that's I, a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But I passed that too. So I'm like, okay, I, I deserve to be here. Yeah. You know, I kind of get over that kind of, you uh-huh. know, I'm, I'm the outlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and so I'm running through, I'm running through and I'm doing pretty well. And I pass by the finish line and I'm looking for the flags right when the session ends and they're waving a yellow microfiber towel. Oh gosh. Okay. And I'm like what the fuck is this? Yeah. So I'm like, whatever. It's a yellow flag, right? Which means some caution, something happened on the track. Okay. So I st- I'm bombing. I'm bombing. I do another lap. I come out, and he's waving that yellow microfiber ta- uh, towel at me aggressively. Okay. And I'm like, I guess that means get off the track. Uh huh. So, I. I look behind me. I look in front of me. I look as far as I can see on the track, and there's no one on the track. Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay, that probably means get off. So I got off the track, and they were waving yellow microfiber towels as checkered flags. Oh. And I don't know if this was talked about in that novice meeting, but at the same time, it's like, bro, like a yellow flag means caution. Does not mean get off the track like i know what this shit means yes so i'm like what the fuck is going on but i I got off the track got on my session and then uh i saw nico so i'm like hey bro so what's going on he's like they didn't give us they didn't give us uh corner workers so apparently the track didn't give urban canvas workers to run the track like they usually do Uh uh-huh which there's a flagger and then right. there's a corner station that also has flags. Yes. So they were doing what they could with what they had. Oh, God. Yeah, which which honestly, that 
that was scary for me once I heard that. I'm like, dude, that's there's not enough to control the the track event if we're doing it that way. Um, so it gets through. Wow. We get through the intermediate session and then a novice session, and the first novice session is a disaster. I bet. It's, so wait, they only have one color of microfiber towel i imagine or maybe yeah, two or three yeah. why well, I, I, I only imagine. saw one i don't know if they had separate ones but if they're waving the yellow as a checker <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 1950s movie where somebody's trying to get a hitchhike yeah exactly or like some exactly. hot hitchhiking yeah, exactly. on the side of the road exactly with a handkerchief yeah yeah and, and wow, i'm like sucks. i'm like man this is pretty bad but apparently after the first novice session people were talking about some like some people almost driving them off the track some people almost hit running into somebody yeah. passing where you're not supposed to pass cutting people off this this and that not being stopping in the middle of the track and oh my god yeah dude like there was I, there were whispers of all this stuff right so in the middle of the day never in my life not that my track life has been significantly long but sure. in the last two years i have never seen this okay they had a driver's meeting mid event okay so they they put it on the PA. Everybody, all drivers, all racers, to the uh, to the front of the uh, the there was a checkered building there. Mm -hmm. And finally, the track gave Urban Canvas corner workers with actual flags. Okay. And so they run down what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do, how to get on and off the track, what the flags mean. What this is and what that. And I'm just like, man, this is it's a little nerve wracking. Yes. Luckily, if I was in the intermediate or novice group, I It'd would be, be more scary. concerned. Yeah, because I was in the advanced group. I'm like, OK, everybody here knows what they're doing for the most part. So I'm not as worried, but I'm a little like it's kind of sucks for the novices. You know, that they're not getting like sort of a full experience of, you know, track life. And apparently they were doing. It was a lot of lead follow for them, so they didn't really have a lot of open track time. Okay. But it does make sense that they weren't allowed to pass, so it doesn't really matter much anyway. Um, so finally they get <laughs> the midday driver's meeting. Uh, so what time is this? Sorry. Noon. Noon. Mm, a little bit before before the noon session, so and it's like 11 o'clock. Oh, door's going to close. But the, and the day ends at what um, time? Like 4 or 5-ish? Uh, the track's day ends at 3 it's okay. the last session. So this was like 10, 30, 11. Okay. Yeah, okay, it was okay. after my second session. or my. It was either after my first or my second session. I don't remember exactly. Right. And uh, luckily, they already they provided corner workers. Now it felt more legit. It was the same faces that I always see at Willow Springs. Okay. Um, and it's I forget the lady's name, but I, she's always the best. So I love that she was out there because uh -huh. she's legit. And so they send our advance group out again and we go out and maybe two or three minutes in, there's an M4 in the dirt on turn nine awesome. and uh, no flags. <laughs> I don't see any yellow flags, uh -huh. nothing. I'm like, what the hell? So whatever, I kind of pass it and I go one more turn, see it again. Then I come back another lap. And it's black flags for everybody. Okay. And I'm like, fuck, man, it's been like two or three minutes. I've yeah. done like I've done literally one hot lap and another weird lap because I saw the car was out there. 
So we go. The advance group all comes out, mm-hmm. and um, they're saying that the M4 blew an engine. Oh my god! Which I don't even know how that happens, man. Like, at, it's you know, a at new turn car. Nine, it's a new car. It's like five years old. At you're in most, a high speed right? turn. I mean, unless it was stick shift and they money shifted, that's right, the only thing right, I can right. really think that's, of. That's the only. Yeah. yeah. Um, Blue and engine and the M. Blue and engine and M4, man. So he's got to buy. Uh, he's buying a, a Civic for oh, his, uh, for his oh, M4. Oh, for sure, dude. <laughs> but it's his M4. Yeah, K-Swap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. So we go out and they're like, oh, it's going to be at least five minutes, but we're going to let you guys out again. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we get more time. While we're in the grid waiting for the car to get pulled out, we hear on the PA intermediate group immediately go to the pits or go to the uh, yeah the go to the hot gr- pits uh-huh. and and grid up for your session. And the corner work exactly yeah the corner worker the lady the, the, the I love her she's like she she does arms that gesture like the, arms the, up the like WTF. what the hell yeah. and I'm looking at her too like what happened like we don't get to go out again <laughs> yeah yeah. And then they announce it one more time. Intermediate group, head out to the pits, get ready for your session. So there's a communication issue. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, I'm thinking, okay, they're probably going to get them ready. They're going to give us another few minutes and then they're going to let them out. No. By the third time, the PA guy came on and goes, advance group, please clear the pits. It's time for the immediate intermediate group. And I'm like, man, I've gotten like, I got eight laps on the day. No, that's not true because I deleted one of my sessions. Okay. So it was probably like 12 laps, uh-huh. 12 to 15 laps. And I normally in a NASA event, I'll do like 20 to 25. Okay. And I usually don't do my last session in a NASA event. Correct. You know, I usually leave a little early. Yeah. So I had really short sessions. First one was probably more my fault, I guess, because I didn't hear an announcement for the advanced group. Yeah. But I don't think they were making announcements. Mm-hmm. And then the the rest of it was just calamities disasters yeah. Yeah. yellow microfiber flags right I, I don't know what was going on man yeah. but yeah i will say you know it's the first time they're hosting this event i wouldn't i i wouldn't put it completely on them since they weren't provided corner workers right. which i think the the track is supposed to provide yes other than that i mean i thought it was it was a really cool event to have like a car show a track show and all these different types of vendors there. BMW M School was even out there. Oh, they were. Yeah, so it was like legit, you know. And then, um, damn. And there was a lot of spectators, which is not something you see a lot at a track event. Yeah. Like it felt like they were introducing track life to a lot of new people. Okay. Which is great, uh, but at the same time, I think we need to take care of the novices a little more. Yeah. So uh, after my first session. I started offering um, ride-alongs. Oh, okay. Yeah, so a lot of people were coming up, and they were like, oh, nice car, this, this, and that. And there was there were a couple of E36 guys that were in the novice group yeah. that were running, and, and they were asking me, oh, what do you recommend, or what advice would you give me? Yeah, and you're like, the influencer now. Yeah, the E36 I, influencer. <laughs> I'm being like this. this the I'm, guru. The, in my head, E36 I'm like, man, guru. I just started doing this shit, bro. <laughs> But I have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. But I I didn't. I don't mention that unless they ask. I know, I know. But, but yeah. And so then I was like, you know, um, I'm telling them what I know about the track, what they need to watch out for, 
right. you know, where what the, where they need to be on the track and this and that. And I'm like, you know, it'd be a lot easier to just show you. So there was one brave kid. Uh-huh. I forget his name. And he's like, like very shyly. He's like, hey, man. And like, he's like, if, if you know, in your later sessions, would you mind like taking me out? And I'm like, oh, dude, hell yeah, let's go. Like, as long as you have a helmet, come in. I'm like, when they announce the advanced group, let's go. Uh huh. So he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. All right. So then he, uh, they call the advanced group, and he's like 20 minutes early. <laughs> <laughs> he's waiting for you to. He's up. waiting for me. He's like, while up. the other sessions yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so he comes in. Uh, he puts his helmet on. He straps in, and I'm like, are you ready? And he's like, yeah, all right. So I'm like, all right. So I take him out and uh, <laughs> he had a lot of fun. Right. And, he, okay. you know, like he was he was like talking during the whole thing. We're trying to pass cars. I'm talking to him. But he was more of like a fun. He won't trying to have a fun time. He wanted a roller coaster ride. Oh, right? he didn't want to learn. The he didn't track. want to learn the track. He was a spectator. Oh, okay? yeah. Okay. He wasn't okay. there to drive. But that gave me the idea. Right. So then. I started talking to a couple of the E36 guys and one of the what there was a novice guy who was like, man, because the novice group ran right before the advanced group. OK. And he's like, oh, he's like, I, I really wanted to ask you for a ride along. But every time I come out, you're already going in. Yeah. So bef- on my last session, I was like, look, I'm not going to get any better times. It's just getting hotter today. Uh, I'm not expecting to do that. And I'm having issues. Well, I'll talk about in a bit. I'm having issues. So why? Don't you try to come off a little bit early? Yeah. And um, I'll lag it as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And then you just come jump in my car. Okay. I prep the harness for him and everything. And so I'm in my car waiting. I'm, uh, they've already let the advanced groom go. They have just let them go. And he comes in, he jumps in the car. And he can't figure out the harness. Of course. And so I, I tell him, I'm like, chill, bro, chill. Like, we're not in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, relax yeah. and then, you know, hook everything up. So he hooks everything up and he's got it loose. Oh, shit. And I'm like, you might want to tighten it up. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, okay. Like, and he's like tightening it or whatever. And I'm like, you ready? And he's like, yeah, all right. So we go out and I'm like, I'm going to give you like two or three laps and then pull off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's it. And he's like, all right. So we go out. I do kind of like a warm up lap and then I hit it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm because I'm driving, I'm not paying attention to him. Of course. But I'm like going in and out of my peripherals. Yeah. 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 And he's like immobile. Like he's not moving and not reacting. <laughs> so did he pass out? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, he's just absorbing the information. Sure. He's learning the line. You talking through it too? No, oh, not really. Oh, okay, not really. Okay, I just okay. kind of show him. I'm basically what I told him is I will show him how fast you can go. Cause that's the hardest part for me getting past that hurdle in your brain that says, right. You right, shouldn't right. be going Push. faster than this. Right. So I was like, okay, this is, you know, your E36 can go this fast. Uh huh. And so we jump in and I do a couple laps and I'm, I'm zooming. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm zooming through the laps. I'm going as aggressive as I can go. And I pull off and I look over and he has this stunned look on his face. Uh huh. His eyes are completely bloodshot. Uh huh. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, this is a monster. Uh, and this was not the intended goal. I didn't want to scare him. Yeah. yeah but he yeah. was like, man, I'm going to be scared going back out there again. Oh, and I'm okay. like, dude, no, no way. That wasn't the goal. I mean, I'm kind of happy that, you know, this is right, the reaction right. I got from you. But <laughs> yeah. at the same time, uh-huh. it's like, no, this is what you can do. You know, like yeah. you, you can do what you just saw. Like right. your car. We have the same car. Yes. You can do this. And he's just like, oh, and he just. He got out of the car and he stood there for like 10 minutes, just stunned. Uh huh. It's like, oh, my God, man. He's like, I, ca- I can't believe I can't believe we were doing that. And this is this is you got me, man. You got me. And I was like, man, this is like the reward of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Worship. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. To uh-huh. get like that validation, uh-huh. you know, like because. Uh-huh. Uh, you get sort of desensitized to it a bit. Right. Because uh, you're looking up. And I'm vicariously living my first experience through him again. Oh, right. Right. right, right. Like, yeah. You're, that's what I mean is you're yeah. looking up at the McLaren and the Porsche. Yeah. Yeah. And the big money or big power. Yeah. M's, and this guy's looking up at you because. Yeah. Because yeah. of, of how fast I got yeah. him through the track. You're his god of E36s. <laughs> I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> right. But right, yeah, right. it's. Uh, in a sense. In a sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically. After all this, my time prior to this day was a 139.33. Okay. Do you think I broke a PB? You had to have with the uh, uh, stiffened chassis and the ability to control your car better with the seats. With the seats, right? Yeah. So what would you estimate my improvement was? You said 139 something? 139.33. What would my- I would give you four seconds. Four seconds? Jeez. Is that a lot? Is that generous? That's huge. Oh, okay. Okay. I did a 136.92. So I'm close. That was like two two and a half seconds. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Like two and a half seconds. Okay. Uh, But I found out in in my going faster now that I'm more comfortable. Yes. I have fuel starvation issues. I was fighting that all day. And I thought it was I was like, man, it's like I was like, maybe the camshaft sensor was cutting me out like okay. it was getting messed up because uh-huh. I know I had that experience with the old one. Mm-hmm. I was like, but it's a fresh OEM one. It shouldn't be the problem. So when when I went out with this guy, that's when it clicked in my head. So when I would go and turn two, which is a long right sweeping uh, uh, right turn. It's not getting gas. It's though. not getting any gas. The fuel pump is on the right side. Oh, okay. Right. So it was pushing all my gas to the left and I only had half a tank. Oh, so okay. w- it would cut, it would cut out. And, and what's uh, the, what are the uh, signs of it cutting out? It feels like uh stability control. Oh, like your throttle, your throttle okay. is gone. And what's 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 scary there is that it causes a lean condition, yes. which means it could your it could be catastrophic. Yes, yeah. And I was doing this all day uh-huh. because I didn't want to I didn't want to go with a full tank because I wanted to get good times, <laughs> you know. Because uh-huh. I I, uh-huh. I was promised trophies, okay, right, which there weren't any. There were none. There were no awards that I saw. I did leave before the drag racing started, but I think I mean at that point. Like it was, we were just happy to get through the day. <laughs> yeah, you know. But yeah, so there were. I, I even asked Nico. I was like, "Hey man, so how do the awards work?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't know. I guess we're just gonna have to collect times from the Garmins and the Ames at the end of the day." So when I heard that, I was like, "This is probably not gonna happen," because it's sort of like an honor system. Although you have to prove it with your Garmin or whatever, but it's still because you 
tr- in a standard or a event that's more experienced, they have the the trans- transponders. Yes, yeah, you that's get- the official timer, right? Yeah, that's the official. That's timer. how they yeah, get. That's it. how they get it. Yeah. So the, and there were none for there this were event. none. There were none. Yeah. So there were none. So there was no way to collectively track times on a base standard. Yeah, and I, what I I didn't really. At a certain point, I didn't really care about the awards. I wanted to know how I was doing against the competition. Right. Which I, I don't know. I know that there's a Porsche that did a 126. Okay. But that's not the class that I'm in. You know yes. what I mean? So right. I would have liked to know what like some of the people that I was passing were doing uh, to get an idea of where I landed. But, you know, with uh, improving to a 136, I'm pretty, pretty proud of that. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I mean it's I'm getting into really competitive times at okay. this point. So wait, 136 and com- looking at Beamer Club, which yeah. is where does that land you at Willow Springs and Beamer Club? I don't know. Let's see. I would be in the um and oh. yeah, the one the one was our, our Beamer Challenge, right? Is yeah. what it's called. And it would be in the uh the uh, I think second to last class or would it be the last w- class? Is it the Big Willow Willow Springs? Big Willow Willow Springs, yeah. And you're in the B four or B five, right? Yeah, I think I'm B B f- yeah, I'm B five. Okay, so you're you'd be beating this class. Uh, uh I'm looking at a, a June twenty eighth date on this Beamer Challenge. June twenty okay, what what is the B so there's B five what's the B four P one time? Uh, one thirty six six nine. Oh shit! What's the P two time? Uh, one forty dot five nine. Oh, so I'd P two. Oh, okay. So you're just I, I'm a one thirty six nine. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah so so you're I, I would P two and B four. Yes, yes. Interesting. <laughs> you need to join Beamer Challenge, dude. Yeah, cause B four, I could I could cut more weight from the car. Oh yeah, yeah. And, oh, and you and, and where would you? Co- oh, by drilling the holes. I still have my door cards. I still have my speakers because I've been lazy. <laughs> I still have yeah. Well, I wouldn't drill holes. There's I still left a sound deadening in, deadening in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's all there. I I probably got a good 60, 50 pounds. 60, maybe? 50, 60 pounds. I could okay. and then there's fifty sixty pounds that I could lose on myself. You, right. Right. <laughs> That's a hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hundred pounds. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and, and that—that's a significant difference. Oh, there you go. And if I don't have fuel starvation issues, I could right. probably be in the low one thirty sixes without the lo- the weight loss. Yeah, without the weight loss, oh, right? Okay. So if I wouldn't, if I wasn't cutting power out and turn two, I think I would have done a lot better for sure. Right on. Yeah, man. But another highlight, and I'll end on this. Um, there's uh, uh you notice the flags on my car right i have a watermelon flag and the u.s flag on the wing have you noticed that no i have not you haven't noticed. oh maybe yeah uh, because i don't know the guatemalan flags it's the uh, white and light blue one yeah or? yeah that okay, one so okay, that's yes, the watermelon yes. flag yes. so i go i go i've been going out in the sessions or whatever and then i i park the car and it's so hot that i'm chilling inside the car yeah even though i'm not having the car running i'm like sweating in there but at least i'm protecting myself from the uv rays mm-hmm and um, a guy that had that I had met earlier comes around. He's like, hey, man, they're looking for you. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So I go out, the and, Latinos are and looking it's for three you. Watermelon dudes, bro. <laughs> and they're like, you. oh, we saw the Watermelon flag. You're Watermelon? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, we <laughs> too, <Latinos>! yeah. <laughs> Let's go. 
that's kind of how it felt, man. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of how it felt. They were so excited. They were like, oh, yeah, we saw the flag. We felt so proud. Uh, we're like, yeah, they're like, oh, what they in the house? Like, <laughs> oh, is that how you guys refer to you? Yeah, what, yeah we were. What what, you abbreviate Guatemala to Guate. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Cool, so, cool. so, yeah, they were all about it. And they're like, oh, it's like they're asking me about, they asked me about every single detail about the car, bro. Oh, really? Everything from like okay. brakes to tires to interior to how when i bought it to how much it cost me to what i've done to the engine i mean eh, we broke it was a build breakdown okay for them okay. and then they start okay. asking me about what they can do to their cars uh -huh, and uh -huh. and then it started talking about how dude it felt so good because they were like super proud right to see like one of their not, i mean i'm not, i'm born here right but, but you're sort of, of that. fellow countrymen yeah. yes. somewhat yes you know yes. kind of doing being on a racetrack, which is not something you see, you're right? probably a minority, oh, right? Oh, definitely, right? definitely. That's you, why I have that flag there, dude. Right. Oh, to, to claim there, to, we're, to we're wave not, it. We're a minority within the Hispanic the his community, correct, you correct, know, like correct. let alone you're a small country. A yeah, small country. let alone in, in the wider. And these right. guys are just. So, they were so fucking funny, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so funny. Drivers dude. or spectators? Spectators. Oh, they said okay. that they were there to learn more about what they can do to their cars. Oh, okay. To get okay. some inspiration. Right on. So I was telling them what they can do to make their cars faster, you know, right what, what, depending on what they're looking to do. And God of the E36, <laughs> bro. That's your new <laughs> screen name for IG. Yeah, I didn't even think about God that. Of yeah, E36. dude. Yeah, yeah, but it's it was – it was it, – it was – it felt really good to to on that event on that aspect, right? To sure. kind of, it was sort of like a pay it forward type of event. Absolutely, that's Absolutely. what I wanted to do. And I was I was offering everybody. I was like, if you guys want to ride along, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's now or maybe the next event, just let me know. Mm -hmm. I'll be happy to take you. And right I talked talked to guys that had brand new M3s that they were novices kind of oh, breaking okay. the track down for them. Also Guatemalans? Uh, or no, no, no uh, just others. Yeah, just okay. others. But the Guatemalans, I spent like probably like an hour with them <laughs> chopping it up. Cool. Talking cool, cool. bullshit because yeah. yeah, they were, they're interested in the car world, but they've always been nervous to get in okay. to the car world. Okay. Um, you know, it's cause of the same thing, right? Yeah, like you totally. don't know how to jump in. So they, they, they saw this event. They randomly found it on uh ig on ig uh -huh. and then uh and then decided to come oh and so okay. then they saw the flag and they said what that's uh welmer and marco okay uh there was another guy i forgot his name i'm so sorry uh -huh. um and uh welmer looks over to marco and says hey look at that flag uh-huh and marco's like what flag and he's like looking at my car or whatever it's like what are you talking about i don't uh -huh. see a flag He's like, look at the tail. And he's like, oh, and then I saw the flag. And he's like, oh, in my heart. He's like, oh, yeah, I felt so oh, proud. Tears, tears yeah, tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even posted it on Instagram. Like, yeah. It's like our first gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> like the Filipinos at the Olympics, right? Exactly, oh, the dude. The whole country yeah. cried. And I totally get it, man, because yeah, no, that's, that's how true. I feel, too. It's true. Really. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel, too, when I see us represented out For here. Sure. I'm like, For oh, sure, hell man. yeah, dude. So For sure. I'm glad. That was the intended goal of putting that flag there. So Absolutely. I'm I'm glad that it caught some eyes. Right on. And weirdly, they weren't the last Watermelons that, that I met there. Okay. There were two others okay. Okay. that came up um, and started talking about, uh, you know, coming from Guatemala, too. And, what they, and they were all spectators. Okay. And this guy comes up. And I'm... On the, I'm a track driver. It's obviously I'm driving on the track. I I just spoke to you yeah. about getting off the track. Yeah. And he has a fat joint. 
And he's a blunt or a joint? A joint. Okay. But it's like the size of two blunts. Okay. And he goes, he's like, you want some? I'm like, uh, no, bro. <laughs> yes, but no. <laughs> but that's a nice like, offering, dude. Oh, hell yeah. Dude. Especially I mean, with COVID, man. Oh, uh, like, yeah. I mean, that that's what kind of makes the sketch a little bit, too. But, yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm driving, man. I, I can't. You got to be responsible about what you're doing, what you're doing out here. Way to and be it, Smokey the Bear. <laughs> 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 yeah man yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah i thought that was so trippy i'm like man like these crazy ass watermelons dude yeah. but My yeah people. I, <laughs> awesome dude yeah that, that's a dude. good way to cap that story dude. it was a really good time man yeah, it was a yeah, really really yeah, good yeah, time yeah, yeah. met a lot of cool people uh-huh I'm really sorry if I didn't call you out by name. Yeah. I'm not great with that type of thing, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, shout out to everybody that I met, you know, that day. I know I spoke to you, some of you about the podcast. Okay. So if you're listening, shout out to you, and I look forward to talking to you again at the next one. Awesome. But uh, I think with that, that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you want to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. Any last words, Randy? Shout-outs to the Juates. <laughs> <laughs> on the track. <laughs> Represent. Actually, well, it's – it's uh, it's, Oh, well, spectators. We, 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 we call – we abbreviate the country to Huate. Okay. The okay. people are Chapinas. Oh. Yeah. And what is that – why? Or what is the difference? To be honest, I don't know. Chapines. Chapines. It's just there's no translation for Chapines. There probably is, but I've never asked that question. So let me find that out, and then I'll bring back. I'll bring it back to you. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah, a Guatemalan person is referred to as a Chapin. Interesting. Yeah, and that's across the Latino world in South America. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, pretty much the entire world. Yeah, like yeah. Well, we we as non. South Americans don't oh, know right. that. You right? don't know that. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All, Within all Hispanic, the Hispanic countries world. would know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right like on. a lot of Hispanic countries have a some you know something like their nickname their, a nickname yeah that for for each of their countries okay but we'll dig into that I, I need, yeah you're right that's i don't know why i never asked i that's don't a know good that question. but okay that's yeah. interesting filipinos don't have anything no, no not well we call ourselves filipino instead of filipino oh but oh no what's pinoy uh it's like the filipino just shortening it Pinoy, Pinay, Pilipino, Pino. What's so the pin, end of Pino? Is Pinoy a person or it's is, it's a person and o, o Y is man and A Y is female. So that's your version of it, kind of. But it's taking that the last half of the word Pilipino and making it um, for a, applying to a person. Uh. It's just a it's a it's a slang I think for the word Pilipino. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so that's what it is. We chopped the last half off and uh, use that uh, uh, for people. Got it. But okay. Chapin doesn't sound like it has a. It's, it's not influenced by Guatemala, right? Yeah. The word Guatemala, yeah. the country. So that's yeah. why. Yeah, you'll have to find I out. I have to follow. That's my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what's up with that. I guess yes. that concludes your cultural segment from ninety one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with that, good night. Good night. <laughs>